0: Akama, welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast, by size where we receive news, updates, discussion and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always I want you the listeners to be actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Just before we start, our website has changed and is now TeamGhanaU.com and not the former of TeamGhana.eu It's good to be back, ish, after a busy three weeks in Ghana. I saw some football, not as much as I would have liked, but enough to warm my heart and reaffirm some beliefs the good in the programs and the things I saw, but also where we need to improve and excel. I've often spoken about the two sides, not by photo design, but of Ghanaian natives and the diaspora. I had a conversation with a couple of people as to the percentage of investment in Ghana, and this isn't to be taken as fact, please correct me if need be. But our estimated numbers were 40% Ghanaian as to investment, 40% international investment and 20% investment from the diaspora. And as to the diaspora, some of my conversations were, one of the main reasons Ghana will excel will be because of the support or coming together of the diaspora. On the same subject, but slightly moving on, as to investment, some massive news coming out of Ghana this week and the Right to Dream Academy, with a rumoured, or fact, investment of $120 million to expand in Egypt and the UK. That's big news, and of no surprise to me as to the investment in Egypt, another hotbed of football. That's an example of the type of numbers, figures and percentage I was referring to as to investment in Ghana. Congratulations to the Right to Dream Academy. Concluding this week's podcast, I would like to touch on our festive campaign. Over the past two years with our platform Team Ghana EU, we've been exploring and highlighting Ghanaian football, its history as early as 1950 to today. Our modern history and recent success at youth level, as well as at senior level, with those from Ghana and the diaspora have proven to be a major success. As part of our journey, we've to know and understand more about Ghanaian football in Ghana, both at grassroots level and professional. We recently began a campaign, a campaign which started through communication with fellow Ghanaian Bobo Teng of Brentford Football Club. It led to an extremely sizable donation of kit to good causes. Following the generosity of Brentford Football Club and Bobo Teng, we began a campaign to donate as much clothing and equipment to good cause in Ghana. In so, with the help of Alex Anouche from the Retro Football Shirts podcast, I was delighted to have a conversation on nostalgia around football. The connection and bond one has with shirts, memorabilia and moments, so much that was attached to our childhood.
1: I think... I, those type of shirts, they're always so based on like the events. Like like you yeah. said, it's like either a player or a moment. So it's like I always say to each like any any shirt that is like a a league winning shirt or or like mm. a Champions League winning shirt is always going to be iconic because it just holds the memories of the players. The I think no, actually, here we go, Leicester. <laughs> Leicester, when he won the league, Mm. done. Vardy, nine, Mares, 10, Kante, seven. Take your pick. Robert Hoof, six, or whatever number it is. Where's Morgan, five? Take your pick out of any of those. That will be a shirt that will go down in history for for so many reasons. It's a very
0: good part. I just got goosebumps when you just said that. It's agreed. Even when you just said the names, because it was such a, it went, it transcended football. This episode was titled Memorabilia, available on our podcast. Journalist and lifelong Brentford fan, Jacob Mercer, also got on in the act and was another sizeable donor. It's been a difficult 12 to 18 months for many, with health and financial difficulties. Difficulties for many families in Ghana, as well as around the world. COVID-19 not only disrupted our daily lives, but brought disruption to the football calendar. Participation at professional, amateur and youth football. So the equipment provided by our donors and many will go a long way to supporting and putting smiles back on people's faces. For clubs like To Do Mighty Jerts and organisations in Newtown. Last but not least, I would also like to extend my thank yous to Ernest Simmons, my photographer in London, who put much of the early campaign images together, and Junior Jimba and Brian Mermino of both Africella and Medusa Lounge in Ghana, who without, none of this would have been logistically possible in connecting these donations to clubs and organisations in Ghana. Massive thank you to all involved. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories as they unfold in the coming weeks. Look out for our article dropping in the coming week on our website. As always, if you have any questions or queries, email us at teamghaneu at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamghaneu on IG or Twitter. Thank you, take care, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.